For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hey guys, it's the Khaleesi, Jackson State University, class of 2034. And I'm the Ashlyn C, JSU class of 2030. You're You're listening listening to to Tiger Talk Talk with the 1400 Club. We believe. Do you believe? The the I love. Woo! Go Tigers! Tiger fans, welcome to episode 99 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show, and everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. Hosting today's show are Charles Bishop and Mike B. Welcome to another episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. I'm Charles Bishop, and I'll be your host for this episode along with another member of the 1400 Club. Welcome in, Mike B. What's going on, my brother? Chuck, what's going on? Not much, man. Good, Good to be here again. Doing well, man. It's good to have you back in for another episode. And you know what, Mike? I tell you what, man. Uh, our guest uh, that's coming on this show, man, he gave us a, a lot of tremendous memories during his time at 1400 Lynch. And I tell you, it is, it's going to be fun to have him on the podcast. Uh, he, he's a guy who brought us just tremendous memories for his play as Jackson State's quarterback during the 2006 season and the 2007 SWAC championship season man let's welcome in the magic man himself jimmy oliver welcome in my brother hello 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 what's good man this is gonna be fun looking forward to talking to you and uh you know welcoming you into tiger talk with the 1400 club and you know jimmy i i, I promise you man i i take a look uh, go back to that 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 swag championship game in 2007, man. It's always fun, just uh, reminiscing, if you will. Such a a magical day. That was Jackson State's 16th swag championship, uh, one that goes into the trophy case. Our and our last swag championship, and I uh, mean, you were at the helm of the ship that day. And we're just gonna go right into it, man. Take us back, man. December 12, 2007, swag championship game versus Grambling. We get the victory 42-31, a game that was nationally televised on ESPN. What do you remember about that game, Jim? Oh, man. Well, it was a great day. 
great day to be alive, great day to be a Tiger. Going in as the underdog and coming out victorious, can't ask for nothing more. Um, going into the season, you know, we had a couple ups and downs, but we were able to finish strong. And, and during the SWAC championship game, man, we came out, we had it on our mind, and we wanted more, I guess. We wanted it more, so we made it happen. Yeah, no doubt. Well, Jimmy, let's, let's get into mm-hmm. numbers a little bit. You you went 16 or 30, 16 for 30 that day, 249 yards, three touchdowns. You were named the offensive most outstanding player of the game. How important was it for you to really rise to the occasion and set the tone for your team? And what was the, the key ingredient for you being able to do that? Well, coming out um, the first series, you know, it didn't go too well. We we drove down the field a little bit, got a first down, and end up I ended up throwing an interception. But, you know, I knew I had – in order for us to win, I had to be great. I had to come back and redeem myself, you know, as being as a quarterback. You know, you got to take the ups with the down. You know, the mistakes, you got to let go and move forward. And uh, for it, for us to able to just come on out and, and keep playing and, and, and going forward, and making things happen when we needed to happen, you know, and that right. was the outcome. That and that was the reason why we came out on top. No doubt about it. You, you know, Jimmy, looking back at that season, you know, Grambling beat you guys earlier uh, in that season, thirty to twenty. That game was in Jackson, and I'm curious, you know, did it change your mindset leading up to the SWAC championship game, knowing that you were going up against a team that had already. Uh, beating you. Uh, they had some tremendous players on that side of the ball. I remember the quarterback, Brandon Landers, but you know, did it change up the mindset in terms of getting ready for the SWAC championship game? Well, it, it really didn't change up the mindset. We just know in the middle of the season, you know, in order to finish strong, you know, you got you to keep going forward. And around that time in the middle of the season when they came to our home and they beat us, you know, and we had to look ourselves in the mirror. You know, we had the team um, we had we had what it took, you know, to to finish and and come out on top. And um, man, we was just able to put it together as 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 one eleven. You know, it's something we say, you know, on on and doing practice and everything. And 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 when we come to meetings and everything, you know, guys stepped up and they said, just believe in the guy that's next to you. You know, and we took that in consider and moved forward and. We made it happen. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that's awesome good. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff because I remember that that game when when the grandma came to Jackson to beat us. Uh, I I got the feeling I said the the better team than win that game. I knew that we had a better team than, than them, and the uh, SWAC championship game uh, definitely proved me right there. But describe the, the that we could practice leading up to the game. Uh, did you guys feel any, was the 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 um, the environment any different? Uh, was there any added pressure? Uh, was there any extra energy uh, on the field during during practice, or was everybody more was everybody more even keeled and focused on the on the main goal there? Oh, most definitely the energy was there. You know, from from day one, you know, when we knew we was there. You know, we you can't ask for nothing more. You know, and um, during that week of practice, you know, we just had a lot of energy, and 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 we came out to practice. You know, going hard at it and watching film, and and we just knew that. You know, we had to we had to stay focused as well during the time of practice week. But we was able to do that, and we was able to go into Birmingham and you know take care of that business. No doubt about it. 
You, you know, Jimmy, uh, the, the 2007 SWAT championship game, you know, and I mentioned it at, at the beginning of the podcast. It, it's a snapshot of Jackson State history. It gave us our 16th SWAT championship and, and our first, you know, since 1996. And I, I look at it, the, the official attendance uh, was about 43,000, but I, Jackson State fans, I'm convinced, were, were, were outnumbered Grandma fans. I mean, I think we, we probably had 37,000, 38,000, up at 43,000. But, yep. uh, man, talk about the fan base and the support that you got that day. I mean, Jackson State fans, they literally, they were frothing at the mouth to get this swag championship game in. Just what was what was that feeling like? Oh, man, coming in, when I first came in to Dex, you know, I know it was a winning program, and they believed in football. You know, you had some of the greats come from Jackson State. And, you know, that was my job coming in. You know, I didn't get a lot of offers from from different schools, but when I made my mind up to come on to Jackson State, different coaches, you know, trying to turn things around. It wasn't going well, you know, and I was just saying, why not me? So when I came into when I came in, you know, I had it on my mind, you know, Go in and take care of this, and take care of this business, you know. Bring the crowd, the crowd back, bring Jackson State back, and you know when when you go to a city, you know that that believes in football. I mean, the support is, oh man, it's it's unbelievable, man. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm appreciating. I'm glad that you know I had the people behind me who believed in me. You know, I thank the coaches for you know everybody who you know who just believed in me. Not alone, and man, it, it, I mean, I, I can't even explain. I can't, it, it, you know, it's just it's just something that you have to experience. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I totally get where you're coming from, man. That day uh, was phenomenal, and just being a part of it, uh, I can only imagine how it was as a player. And it, it leads me to my next question, man. And I remember uh, this drive. It was the first drive of the fourth quarter. I mean, one of the most iconic plays of the SWAG championship. And, and part of the reason is that, you know, we, we looked at you as, as being known as the magic man. But, but take us back to that play. First possession of the fourth quarter, you escaped a sack. I mean, you were in the grass in some type way. You whistled away, kept your head, kept your eyes downfield, and you found Terrence Jones for a 15-yard touchdown. Man, talk about that play. Man, some of the things that I did, you know, I didn't know I did. You know, it's just, I mean, I can't tell you exactly how I did it, but it, it, it's, it's just, it's just a, another sense to the game of football. And it's, it's something you just can't go into practice with. I mean, I just had it, you know. I mean, <laughs> thanks to the man above, but, you know, I can't right. explain it. I just had that, that, that that extra it, you know, to to be able to see players and, you know, maneuver and make things happen. You know, the guy came off the edge and, you know, I saw him coming out of my peripheral vision, you know, and by the time he got close to me, I was able to make my move as normal. You know, I made my move and got outside of him and he was able to get my leg, but he didn't. he didn't get my body at the same time. I was able to turn with him. We tried to alligator roll and, you know, I was still standing there. He left his man also as well, and I was just able to drop it off. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, that play yeah. was tremendous, man. I, I will never forget that one. Yeah, man. Yeah. That, that, that was magic. That, that's how you explain it. It was magic. Yeah, I mean, so I, I can't explain it. It just came. I mean, I don't know how I do it. You know, people people ask me to this day, how you able? How was you able to make the plays that you, you know, that you made? You know, and I, I had no answer for <laughs> but that that leads me, and this was this was part of who you were as a quarterback. I mean, uh, in terms of just improvising. I mean, I, and and I'm always curious when I ask quarterbacks this sort of question. Here is, uh, do you see things when you get to the line of scrimmage where you say, you know what, I, I need to get out of that play? And and to me, I mean, it seems as though uh, you were uh, the master of improvisation, man, in terms of. Of, of of checking out of something and and doing something else, but you know what was your I mean your your vision as a quarterback when you come up to the line of scrimmage? I mean, most definitely as a quarterback, you got to know everybody's job from the center, the line, from the guard, top, the tight end, running back, receiver. Um, you got to know what you see on the other side of the ball as well, you know. And and when they when you see certain fronts, you know, and when it's overloaded and that's the side you're going, it means. It's a game. It's a game that you know if they if they go this way, if they overload this side. You know, you got to come back to the weak side. You know, that's part of just being a quarterback. You know, and understanding the game of football. You know, you got to be able to watch your safeties, read your safeties, strong the the, the strong safety and the free safety. You have, you know, that's what people are gonna show their defense at. You know, somebody gonna roll, somebody gonna drop back, and. When you see it, you know, you just got to take what your opponent gives you. You know, everything is not about the big play. You just got to take what, what your opponent gives you. And I think I did a great right. job at adjusting to the different things that I saw, you know, with the help of my center, man. You know, I can't I can't leave him out because um, doing, you know, most they may not remember, but when LeVar, when Jobs broke that big, well, he actually scored, I think. Um, I was getting ready yeah, to check out. I, I was getting ready to check out, and you know, Zoe, a big veteran, Lorenzo Breeland, big veteran, and um, you know, as I was getting ready to check out, you know, that's part. I mean, he 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 was like, no, 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 go with it. So you know, I left <laughs> it on, and you know, he ended up, and I was like, wow, man, like I mean, that's that's your center. And the quarterback, you know, they are the they are the defense reader, you know, because mm-hmm. he got he got to find out what where the linebackers and stuff at, where the where the blitzes stuff coming from, you know. That's I mean, and he and he had that strong, you know, Lorenzo. He was he mm-hmm. was great student of the game himself, and um, I mean that's that's how it happened, man. You know, yeah. Jimmy Lovell yeah. with us, man. <laughs> How much fun was that, you know, explaining that to Coach Woody on the sideline? <laughs> oh, man, Lord, Jesus. I just thank God. <laughs> Next I question. Woody, 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 I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Coach. Y'all, if you hear this, I'm sorry, man. But you know, you know, but you see my guy. You know, you see yeah. him hard, man. He's always going to be loving her. You know, yeah, go ahead, buddy. <laughs> I ain't gonna say the world saw it, but you know, people saw it. So, you know, you still love, but man, we had our ups right, and downs. Right. But you know, at the end of the day, man, it's it's about you know just understanding and you know he the coach and I'm the player at the end of the day. 
You know, I right, may not right, agree right. with certain things, and and you know, he might not agree with certain things, and and, and when he did agree, <laughs> it's funny, man. he let you know. Yeah. It showed. He had a way to let y'all know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It showed. Yeah, but it I, showed, I always man. thought that was one of the. Yeah, but I always thought it was one of the um, good things about your game. This one, I, I thought there was a good one of the good intangibles about your game was that you had that sixth sense to to uh, to know what a play was going to be. And uh, we we always thought from from a fan perspective, like, hey, just just you know, putting up a nine out there and just kind of let him let him run it, you know, because he, he he knows how to make plays. And um, mm-hmm. and that's what you did that day. And um, I remember uh, Jay Walker. You know, he he was doing the play by play, and he just, he was saying the legend of Jimmy Oliver, the legend of Jimmy Oliver grows, and um, because there are a, a number of other plays you made that day. So, uh, are there any other plays that that still stand out to you uh, to this day about from that particular game? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, they say I always say offense sells tickets, defense win championship, and you know, I can't I can't leave that defense out, man. You know, when we went up. You know, I think it was probably about three or four, and they got the ball back. We scored. I think we was we was up probably three or four somewhere in there. And come by the first play, um, um, when we kicked it off, they came by the first play, and when D Johnson picked it off and took it back to the house, I mean, you can't you can't ask for you can't. I mean, when you when your defense able to score with you, you know, you can't ask for nothing more and. I, I can't leave them out, you know. Like I just said, at the end of the day, offense sell tickets, defense win championship. They stepped up. No doubt about it. And, and I they, think they, you they touched stepped on it. up and took care. I Go think ahead. you touched on it, Jimmy, when you said, you know, um defense wins championships and, and I mean there was some standouts on that defense. Talk about that defense and specifically in that championship game. Man, Marcella speaks. A lot of Jackson State fans remember him finally. He finished with eight tackles and an interception, a pass breakup. Dominique Johnson probably set the tone uh, for the day. Uh, he was the defensive most outstanding player of the game as, as he had a pick six. But, you know, this is part of the DNA of Jackson State football uh, in terms of having a strong defense. Jimmy, how special was this version of the dark side for you guys? Man, it was special, man. Going, going in every day and practicing with them guys, you know. <clears throat> and you know, when 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 it's dogs against dogs, you know, it's always gonna be a fight. You know, it was like red nose pigs, and we was like blue nose pigs. <laughs> and, 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 and going against them daily, man. You know, you you got to step up. I mean, cause yeah. they they wasn't they wasn't finna sugarcoat nothing, you know, and. I mean, they just had that dog win. When you got dogs on the other side of the ball, but to where they can do whatever it takes, you know, to make things happen. I mean, it's hard, it's hard to deal with, mm-hmm. you know. And, and mm-hmm. from from that, that that front that front line to the linebacker to the secondary, I mean, they was tough, man. They were they were tough, and, and that was made that and that that's really who made us. I made made the offense because. Going against them daily, you you got to get better, or you know mm-hmm. it's it gonna show. Right, iron sharp is iron. I think that that would happen um, during the season, you know, as going against them every day, it just made us better. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, about yeah. It. yeah, yeah. You're right about that, and and it was uh, it was self evident because I remember just watching uh, through the course of the season how you all just continued to gel 
and it's like you all were, were getting in sync with each other and getting on the same page. And then, you know, it eventually, you know, it, it ended with us, you know, winning the SWAC championship. So, uh, so I, I was watching it, but you could see it game by game. You guys are progressing. And uh, as you mentioned, it starts in practice. But uh, I, I know it's, it's way too many to name, but are, are there any other um, teammates that, that played a big role for you guys that, that, um, that, that you remember uh, fondly? I mean, well, um, I mean, you mentioned you know, a few. The, the whole, the, the whole, the whole side of defense. Was, I mean, they stood firm and took care of their business, you know. But um, Daniel Brooks, I, I call him Big Head Man. That was my guy, you know. Rest in peace, yeah. Rest in peace, man. Yep. Yeah, can't, can't, you know, know that he came in and, um, you know. I mean, he wasn't that, that guy, you know, you know, like when you get search transfer, you know, they come from like the other colleges and they don't be the dogs, you know, and then, you know, they come down to a lower level and you be like, how he end up at in the house? You know what I'm saying? But it was, mm-hmm. it was the one of the guys, you know, when, you know, he brought him in and he was a different breed, man. He was, he was a mm-hmm. different breed. I mean, he could be stand up defensive end, linebacker. You know, he he, he was a different breed, man, and no doubt about it, Daniel Brooks. Yeah, yeah, he was a hell of a player for Jackson State. Yeah, yeah, no time. doubt. You know, Jimmy, I, I want to take a uh, go back with you and just kind of take a look at this 2007 season. You know, we, we were, it was an 8-4 and four campaign. We started out a little sluggish. You know, we had losses to Delta State and Tennessee State. Right. And then we seemed to, you know, right the ship. Four straight wins, of course, a big victory over Southern. We always love those wins over Southern. But uh, we, we lose a regular season game at home to Grambling, 30-20. But it's this uh, win over Alabama A&M. Uh, this 43-40 to 40 win over Alabama A&M that helped us win the East. I, I, it was, you know, it seemed as though it was kind of a roller coaster type year, but, you know, talk a little bit about Coach Comedy's second season at Jackson State. Well, coming in, you know, um, coming in when I first made it to Jackson State and, you know, new coaching staff, and that's always going to – it takes it, – it's all about time. It's going to take time, and – you know, bringing them in, we didn't know nothing about them. They didn't know nothing about us. You know, they they trying to make it, bring in the guys to make it happen. You know, and to to just come in, you know, on two seasons and 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 win the championship. I mean, you can't ask for nothing more. Regardless, Remarkable. you know, right. the differences. I mean, because because it takes time. You know, from from players, the different players that's coming in. And then the coaches, you got to get to know the coaches. You got to get to know your teammates. You got to get to know the system. And then you got to play. You know what I'm saying? That, I mean, that don't happen overnight. Mm. And, and, That's a I good mean, point. Coaching mm-hmm. them, coach coming them, they came in. You know, they, they went and got the guys and who they thought. He brought in some dogs. You know, like comes coach said. Coach said he wants that, that, that junkyard dog, man. He don't want no choir bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think he, he said back alley guys. That that was a term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back alley. Yeah, yeah. He wanted the back alley guys, man. I want. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> but yeah, man, coach. I mean, he brought his staff in. You know, 
and they was able to, you know, get some guys in and, you know, a couple guys transferred from community college at Hines and, and a couple receivers and, you know, they remember me from playing at Pearl River and we was able to, you know, gel and connect and come together. You know, the first season we had the, we had the talent there the first season, but we just didn't have – we didn't understand the system. Right. And as, as, as time <laughs> prevailed itself and we was able to, to get to know the system well and understand each other well and and put it together, you know, and mm-hmm. – and that's how that that I mean that's how it happened, you know. To do it in two years, I mean, you still act. I mean, it still it happened, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, I don't know what more you can ask for in two years, you know, to come right. in and get a right. title. Right, right. So well, yeah, yeah, good, good. But but yeah, that's that's what it takes to um to to win a championship in two years. And we know Rick Rick Comagy came in and he brought in a lot of um brilliant players, some, some great recruiting classes. But tell us a little bit about your recruitment uh, to JSU. Uh, we know you were a talented quarterback coming out of uh, East Marion High School. And uh, if, if y'all haven't seen his East Marion numbers, uh, check it out. It, it stands with any other quarterback coming out of Mississippi High School history. Just, you know, go do your research on that. But you had a good good high school career. You, uh, as you said, you went to the junior college, had a, had a good career there. And then after that, you were actually recruited by a couple of um, FBS programs before uh, signing with Jackson State and, um, and Rick Cummings' first recruiting class. Um, tell us a little bit about what helped you decide on choosing Jackson State. Well, um, coming out of high school, you know, coming out of two-way football down in Mississippi, you, you don't, you don't, you don't get the views. You know, and and people just look at you. You know, just oh, he down there in this small school. You know, he's supposed to put up numbers like that. You know, and that's how they looked at you back then. You know, it's so much technology out here now. You know, that that's what's different too. But you know, when I left high school, I actually signed with Alcorn. I don't know how many people. I remember. Know, but yeah. I, I, was, I wasn't going to mention it, but yeah, I remember that. I didn't have too many offers coming out of high school, you know, and I, I signed with Alcorn. You know, I went there during the summer, and when I got there, it just didn't sit well. Alpha, I mean, mm-hmm. I ain't used to them bushes, and, and you know, <laughs> I'm having to go places, and it was nothing to do in the summer. Nobody there and nothing to do. Not that I was trying to do much, but it's it, it, it rough oh, out there. Yeah. You don't have to explain, yeah, bro. We explain. We know. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we get it. <laughs> okay, okay, then. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Moving forward. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, I signed all for it, and and then you know it wasn't it wasn't for me. Then I left and I went to PRC and got redshirted my first year. And coach, tell me this day. He'll tell me this day that he was on the verge of cutting my scholarship, letting me go. But um, during that process, I mean, today he more thankful, though. He'll tell me that story, but mm-hmm. today he more thankful that he did, you know, because 
when I when I got in the system and he saw what I could do and and it was it was great down there and when I left PRC had the numbers you know I mean like they they say men lie women lie but numbers don't lie numbers don't hmm. I had and then no other school in Mississippi recruited me. So the Mitch was right down the road. They passed me by. I mean, I guess they, they thought I was just too small. My size, I wasn't the biggest and I wasn't the tallest, but I was one of the smartest. And, and but I, I took a um, visit to South Florida and – I, it was nice, but they had a they had a quarterback. He was a junior on my visitation. He was a junior. And it was their first time making it to a bowl game. So me, that took my red shirt year already, and going into the wall to have two more seasons left, and to take a chance of going to South Florida to you know trying to be the guy out who just producing and showcases himself. And to take the team to a bowl game, I, I, I mean, I just didn't want to step in that. Right. right. So other sure, than that, sure. you know, after that, after that, that's when um, I went up to Jackson State, made the visitation. You know, new coaching staff, like I said earlier, new coaching staff, foot, football program, love the game. I mean, mm-hmm. and and that's why I signed. You know. If I'm able, and I was thinking, you know, if I just come in and, and do my job, turn the system around, turn the school around, you know what I'm saying, turn this program around, I, I get a shot. Sure, you know? sure. Mm-hmm. So I, I went on and signed in. I went on and signed, you know. And even though I did, I, even though I did, you know, do, I ended up winning the championship, but I guess still they were looking at my size. I ain't doing those. Well, you know, Jimmy, and I kind of wanted to follow up with you a little bit in terms of uh, signing with Jackson State, Um, especially looking at the tenure of Coach Comagy, uh, which a a lot of fans still look at Coach Comagy very, very fondly uh, in terms of his tenure at Jackson State, uh, four SWAC championship appearances, of course, winning the SWAC championship uh, with you uh, uh, under the center at quarterback. But, you know, Take us behind the curtains a little bit. What was it like playing for Coach Comedy? Well, I mean, it, it was it was a privilege, you know, to being on under a coach who a, a, a winning a winning coach, you know, and there's nothing like a winning program or a winning coach. Mm-hmm. And Coach them, they came in, and and I mean, they was there to make it happen, you know. So. Mm-hmm. We we had we had to get with it, you know, and so we was able able to join and, and connect and you know and and just grow, you know, mm-hmm. understand, you know that that everything is everything is new to everybody, mm-hmm. and, and that we we had to we had to take this process together to make it happen. In order to make it happen, we have to, you know, take join hands and and make it happen together. And you know, we did. I mean. We, we, we 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 stepped up and we we took care of it. No doubt, no doubt. And, and, and you know, Jimmy, we 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 joked a little bit about uh, you and Coach Woody's, you know, uh, uh, sideline conversations, if you will. But uh, <laughs> you know, 
I mean, what was it like? And, and I guess in retrospect, when you look back, uh, just playing uh, in Coach Woody's system, uh, are there things you look back now and say, oh, you know what, he was right? <laughs> well, well, uh, uh, you know, I, I can't, I can't never say he was wrong because I mean, well, you know, well, you know, yeah, you know, it's just like father and son. You know, you got to listen yeah, to father. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And player, he the coach on the player, you know. So mm-hmm. I gotta listen to him, and and even though, man, I mean, it's, to to this day, it's real funny, man. You know, like I get on the phone and, and I I, mean, I talk to Breland, and the first thing before we we answer the phone is, man, goddamn Jimmy, you know that. <laughs> that I, mean, just, I mean, that's how it was, man. You know, with me and Breland, you know, we both. Coming at like like Jimmy man Breland man, <laughs> man. <laughs> I mean it was, he, he one of a kind man he one of a kind but you know at the end of the day you know man I enjoyed it man you know even though when I I mean it, it didn't look like, look like I was listening I was listening man but Coach James Woody is one of a kind man you you have to no doubt. James Wood and one of a kind, man. For sure. Oh, yeah. For oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very, very um, colorful conversations. I used to hear him having with y'all on the sideline there. Fun <laughs> 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 stuff. I remember that. <laughs> yep, yep. Now, now Jimmy, I, I remember um, you, you said earlier how the coaches, um, you know, they, they were always there for you. They supported you. They kind of, you know, walked you through your matriculation at JSU. But I remember also throughout the course of the season, well, uh, prior Coming into the 2007 season, uh, we actually had another quarterback transfer in from uh, from an SEC school, and uh, they did a little bit of musical chairs with you guys, and uh, so it was some, some back and forth there. And then we eventually uh, gave you the keys to the car, and you you know eventually drove us home. Uh, when, when that was, when that whole ordeal was playing out, did you have a chip on your shoulder? Did you use that as um, motivation to prove to them that you were in fact the man for the job? How, how did that whole process make you feel when uh, when they brought in another quarterback to compete with you? Well, during that that time and process, um, <clears throat> coaches, I mean, they felt like I wasn't getting the job done, you know, and 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 they just brought a guy in who, you know, was capable of getting the job done, and it was just up and down. They I, they was looking for a great expectation out of both of us. And it seemed that I have a good week, I have a good game, you know. I, I, you know, it was it was just an up-and-down thing. And not not that I didn't have, I had a grudge. I just, you know, I took up on them moments and 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 just, just grew more as a person, you know what I'm saying, and, and not cause no – Conversation between you know me and the other quarterback, other coaches. Mm-hmm. You know, I just grew more and just try to do more, you know, to make myself better and you know, and be able to when coach do call me back up. All right, let's go from here. No more, no more going back. You know, so right, right. doing no doing no time. You know, <laughs> it's part of it's part of growing up. It's, it's still part of growing up. You know, because you mm-hmm. you can break a team down the a whole. System whole whole coach you can break it all down if problems come in you know just trying to talk about 
oh, I know I'm better than him, and uh, I know what the whoop, blah, 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 blah. You know, that just, that, that's, that's called, that caused conversation for no reason, you know. It's, it's just mm, right. part of just growing. You know, you got to grow through it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I looked at it as, you know, just, just keep doing you, you know. And when coach, you know, coach do call you back in, just step up and and let make and make it be known that this is my team, you know, and, and take up on that, and and go with it and make things happen, there, you know. And I think I was able to do that when you know the last time coach called me up. No doubt, no doubt. Good. Yeah. And, and and you know, Jimmy, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna ask this question for all my 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 coach comedy fans who remember him so fondly. Is are there any funny stories that you can share with us uh, from you know uh, from coach comedy? Man, well, I think we was going into, uh, I can't recall, it would probably be the beginning of the season. And like mm-hmm. I said, you know, Coach, we was we was spreading or something. I can't, I can't actually remember all the time, but we were spreading or something. And, and Coach Blue Wilson called us all up. And while I, I think we was going to get ready to go, pray, go get ready to go play Prayer View. And and coach, I mean, I don't know if I'm able to to speak the language that coach was speaking, but you know, coach, 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 coach came up to us and like, you guys, you know, I mean, you you, you miss me here, man. You miss me here, man. I miss you all for the rest of your life. I mean, <laughs> I mean if you y'all was just serious, you know what I'm saying? Because Coach, Coach is serious. Like, yeah. he told us, like, if y'all miss me here, if yeah. y'all miss me here, yeah. I'm going to miss you all yeah. for the rest of your life. I'm like, yeah. man, I, I, Coach. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I can, can hear the colorful yeah, language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, that's yeah. I mean, you know, that. Yeah, I, I don't know what else yeah. about, but he had he had on he had it on his mind that day. Yeah, no well, doubt. I, no I appreciate doubt. the PG thirteen version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, Jimmy, we uh we recently interviewed uh, a current JSU quarterback, uh, Jalen Jones, who was a former four star recruit, and we currently have another four star quarterback who is um, committed to Jackson State. Uh, what advice would you give to those young men, knowing what coaches and fans expect from a JSU athlete, especially when you consider the tradition and the standards that we have here, uh, how important the quarterback position is and the responsibility that comes along with it? What piece of advice would you would you give to those guys as they uh, matriculate through Jackson State? Well, coming from me, you know, it is, it, and at the end of the day, it's not it's not about what what everybody else expects from you, you know. I mean, you know you're a quarterback, and and to be successful at quarterback, the things that you got to do, you know, and and in order to get to 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 being where you want to be, you know, you're gonna have to do the things that is required. Like some things you can't you can't coach. I mean, some 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 people have to put the work in. Some right. people don't, you know. Mm-hmm. But coming from me, you know, as as young and and still have to mature and to become an adult. Um, just just step up, you know. Be ready when your number is called. 
Mm. Be ready mm-hmm. when your number is called. I mean, they may have doubts about you, but and they may not believe that you can get the job done. But mm-hmm. when your number is called, be ready. Right, no doubt. Step no up, doubt. step up, and and take care of that business. And I mean, they always said actions speak louder than words. No matter what somebody else is talking about or saying about you, go in and do your job and. The rest is left up to, to the outside. No doubt. No doubt. Now, Jimmy, I, I want to ask, man, you're part of this fraternity of former Jackson State football players, and i got to ask, you know, your reaction to Coach Primetime, Deion Sanders coming to Jackson State University, you know, how, how do you feel about the whole uh, Coach Prime coming to J-State? Man, when I heard it, when I saw it, I was like, it can't be real, it can't be true, you know. And, and then when I seen that it actually was reality, I'm like, man, that's 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 big. That's just big for for the city itself, you know. Not mm-hmm. about you know the program, you know, because some but, people are re- some people are really like, I don't know the word, but some people look up to those type of people, you know, no matter where they're at or, or their surroundings. Just, you, have, you have people who just look up to those type of people. And and at the end of the day, I, I mean, that that if if he's in there for long term, and, mm-hmm. and it's going to be great. I mean, yeah. we might they might they might they might make us go to the ACC or. or or, you know, <laughs> or, I mean, because he bringing in, yeah. as, as we see, you know, to, right. to play up on the NFL, you know. Um, Type caliber player, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. who don't want who don't want to play for somebody like that? Sure, sure, sure. Exactly. Game right. changer. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, man, all, all around, you know, because he know people that right. know people. And that, and right, that, exactly. in this world, the society that we live in, when when you need something, that, it's not about what you know, it's who you know. And mm. and the Dion the man, what bigger name can you ask for? You no know? doubt, no right. doubt. But right. I mean, it, it's great, man. It's great for the city. I just I just want to see, man, the whole city of Jackson State. I mean, of Jackson, Mississippi, man, because we have so much going on and. I wish that it can get out to the whole city, not just Jackson State University. I wish it can get out to the whole city and, and things, different things start happening in the city, man. Yeah, sure yeah thing. you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, yeah, because you can see ever since he's um, ever since the announcement is, you know, it's breathed breathed some fresh air uh, into the city of Jackson, into the environment, and you can just uh, see it on people's faces, uh, even. People who aren't JSU alumni, they're you know very right. excited about uh, about him coming on board here. But uh, right. Coach Prime, he actually finds himself in the same um, situation as Coach Cummings when he came in, where you're taking this program, who's a very storage program, tradition rich. Uh, they've been down on luck the past few years, and now he has to kind of turn things around. Uh, so, mm-hmm. uh, what what do you think Coach Prime has to do, or what do you think that he can? 
implement that uh, Coach Comedy did back in 2006? What are some things he can take and and add to to his tenure at JSU to kind of bring us back to those glory days or those days of dumbness? Is, is there something that you think that he can uh, do to get us back to that? Do you think there's something that's missing that he can possibly bring in? Well, um, I mean, you got to bring in, you know, you know, the people. It, it's 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 the players, you know. If, yeah. if you able to get the yeah. players in, you're able to win. Mm-hmm. Sure. I don't care sure. where you go. If you get the players in, you know, you're able to win. When you look at Alabama and, and Clemson and all those other teams, I mean, they just got the players. Right. Like, consistently. Right. Five mm-hmm. stars, four stars sitting on the bench waiting to play. <laughs> you know, right. and, but when you when you have the players there, all things are possible. No doubt. You know, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, just and he's yeah, doing a great job at that. what we see. What we see. I mean, what what I'm, for what I'm seeing. I mean, I don't, I don't know nothing about him, but I mean, if they up there, you know, they they could be the dogs that he that he wanted need. And that's I mean, all right. In the mm-hmm. sweat. <laughs> you bring those types, you're gonna have a whole ACC SEC. I mean, team right there, a little pro, little little off top team right there. If you keep it up, <laughs> no doubt about it, man. And you know, Jimmy, we we will look at, at kind of closing things up here a little bit, but I, I definitely will have to ask. And, and every you know player kind of has a, a different uh, experience in terms of their time. But you know, what was it like for you being a student at Jackson State? Uh, you know, playing in front of the fan base, playing in front of the sonic boom. Uh, you know, just just your time at Jackson State. How was your HBCU experience? Man, it was awesome, man. Uh, I mean, when when you're when you're able to be amongst your own kind, man, and mm. got to grow, and got to live right, and got to stay out the way. I mean, you, you have to know something, and to to able to go to a swag school, a black college school. And, and make it through. And that I mean, that means you 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 did some right things, you did some correct things. Mm-hmm. And right. And um, my time, my time in in the black college, man, I, I enjoyed every moment. You know, sometime I wish I can go back and you know do it all over again. Me but too. I, ain't nothing <laughs> like it though. I, because you you experience so many different kind of people. Mm-hmm. Like people coming from all over the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, from Chicago, Houston, some everywhere. Right. You know, and, and and you're able to see this person, see how they move, and you know, see how to, you know, it's just and and those are your people, your own kind of people, you know. And for you to see so many different, you know. And just watch and just watch people and and grow from it and able to come to to a black college and get your degree and get out and be successful mm-hmm. in life. I mean, it's 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 a it's a blessing. No doubt about it, Jimmy. I, I tell you what, man, and, and Mike, man, this has been a fun interview. Uh, Jimmy, oh, yeah, you, you really took us behind it. the scenes. <laughs> you took us behind the scenes with <laughs> with Coach Comedy, Coach Woody. And this this has been. Great man, this has been really a tremendous 
uh, episode of, of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club, man. Any uh, final words that you have for the Jackson State fans? Yes, well, well, not not while I'm 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 I'm, I'm gonna need to talk to um, Mr. Prime Time himself. If he hear this, you know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what it gonna take. I don't know what it what it requires. But if there's a way I can be a part of this process, please welcome me in. <laughs> I, it'll, it'll be great. It'll be great and an honor. But past that, man, I mean, D, I love, man. I mean, what more can you ask for? I mean, no doubt man. about it. No D. doubt about it. D, I love. What better way to close out this episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club? I, I tell you, Mike, this has been a good one, buddy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. You know, you know, at the Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club, one of the things we like to do is – Give people their flowers while they can smell them. So we definitely wanted to, you know, get your own J.O. and just tell you, you know, we want to thank you for uh, choosing Jackson State and being able to help us uh, get the championship in. We enjoyed watching you, your career, your matriculation at JSU. So we just wanted to say uh, thank you as well for joining us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. At the same time, man, you know, without y'all, you know, I, I I wouldn't be able to be, you know, speaking on this show today. So I appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate y'all for reaching out to me, you know, able me to bring back memories and, you know, being able to talk to talk to the JSU fan club about great memories, man. You know, you know, it, it gonna come with highs and lows, but at the end of the day, the good I always I, I let the bad. So no I appreciate y'all, man, and and hope we can do it again. I'm I'm, I'm available. I'm and I'm ready. No doubt about it, man. Thank you, thank you for coming on, man. So for myself, Charles Bishop, Mike B, and the super dope producer, the Corey C. We will see you on the other side. <laughs> That'll do it for episode 99 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Twitter. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show and tell every tiger that you know we're on all podcast outlets apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify Castbox, and so on and we'll be posting each episode on our facebook and twitter pages as always thanks for your support go tigers hashtag the i love For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.